What do you bring into the table? I'm yeah. Tori. She and her hers pronouns. Sylvia. She, her, and hers. And this is our leftover episode. This is tell the time. our listeners what leftovers are. Leftovers are like when you go to eat, and they just bring you more than you could, could finish. Eat, right. You know, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Yep. And you put them in the little to-go container, and you take them home, and then you enjoy it later. You yeah. know, that mac and cheese yeah. that you get, or whatever. That, and let's mm, be honest. The Chinese food. Chinese food. Oh, notorious for leftovers. leftovers. And it's delicious, Chinese even food. in the leftovers. Yeah. So this is our delicious leftovers episode, yes. where we share a couple stories that we wanted to get to in the regular episode, but we ran out of time, or we had other stories that took precedence. Or it got too heated, so, and we spent too much reasons. time talking about so, so, uh, much like all our other episodes, explicit lyrics do apply. Adult mm, themes adult and contents. Um, not suitable for all listeners. Not suitable. Um, you be the judge. I'm not going to judge what you listen to and what you what let you your, kids your kids listen kids to. to. I'm not your fucking parent and I'm not your boss. You figure out how you raise your kids. I'm not going to do it, but I'll be there if they need therapy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you mess them up, well, there's hey, cleanup. There's I call it job security. <laughs> Let me traumatize them and then just send them my way. <laughs> oh, your mom lets you listen to what? I know. Oh, oh well. My goodness. How does that make you feel? How progressive. Oh, wow. I would be like, how What did you do with that information? Yeah. Um, we haven't covered this in a while, but just, just for, you know, those listening on the on the sidelines um the opinions that we express in our oh, podcast yeah. are those oh, so far of so ours alone yeah they do not represent anybody else no the places that we may or may not work no does not represent anybody but sylvia and tori's opinions That's just it. like assholes everyone's got one <laughs> and we got strong ones and yeah. we're gonna tell you about them right. and you may not like it but you know what there's a no. pause button there's a Delete. unsubscribe button. Yeah. Do what you need to do, boo. You do you. I do boo. me. See? All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. get this rolling. What you All got right. for your first story? So my first one, and I don't know if we, I think we did talk about that Larry Nassar. We, you and way. I talked about it just oh. in a ride to play disc golf because I watched the recent HBO documentary um, Hearts of Gold or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we were talking about the, the oh, good, great documentary. Oh, to the table. No, this we haven't. We, we, yeah, yeah, we, that, yeah, this that happened was, before podcast. Yeah. So, but we were just talking about the documentary yeah. and the story. Very good. Great documentary. Yes. It's There's on also HBO a podcast. Right now. Yeah. 
yeah. on it. I can't remember what's the podcast name. Darn it. I don't know. I but don't... I think the podcast contains a lot with the documentary. Yes. The documentary is nice because you get to see the faces. Yeah. yeah. And then so the podcast if you're a visual person, person, you know, check out driving. the documentary. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, All explicit, right. Explicit, explicit though. Okay. So that for yes, sure. Yes. It very you know, sexually graphic. Yes. Um, for sure. Information. So anyway, I'm bringing this one out. Okay. Um, not about him. However, something similar. So this is a shocking Ohio State doc abused 177 Mm. officials were aware. So a now dead Ohio State teen doctor sexually abused at least 177 male students from the 70s Mm. to the 90s. And numerous university officials got wind of what was going on over the years, but did little or nothing to stop him. According to a report released by the school Friday. Oh, isn't that always the case? So Dr. Richard Strauss groped and oogled young men while treating athletes from at least 16 16 sports and working at the Student Health Center Mm. and his off-campus clinic. Investigators from a law firm hired by the university found. We are so sorry this happened. The, the, oh, after know, the fact, after right. he's so systematically victimized people, right. just so sorry, just and so you knew sorry. about it. Yeah, and inside the you know there as they're doing the news conference, they were using words like "it's so shocking and horrifying and just heartbreaking." Ugh. Right? Come on. Yeah. So apparently, this doctor. Um, uh, this let's see. I'm scrolling down. Uh, da, 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 da. The abuse at the Ohio State went on from 1979 to 1997 and took place at various locations across campus, including exam rooms, locker rooms, shocker or uh, showers and saunas, mm. according to investigators. What Strauss, the hell is he doing in the sauna with these people? <laughs> Strauss, among other things, contrived to get young men to strip naked (gasps) and grope them sexually. The reports describe one patient who came in with strep throat. Why are you touching his... Why are you diddling him? He has strep throat. You put the swab in, you take the culture, put it in the thing and send it off. No. Strauss spent five minutes fondling his genitals and never examined another part of the body. Get the... Another victim had grown up in a rural area and had never had a proper medical exam. And Strauss puts a stethoscope on his penis. What in the holy... Is there a heartbeat down there? I don't know. What? (laughs) Is there? I don't know. I'm sorry. Even if you've never had a proper exam, did you not have access to TV? Like Doogie Hauser. I mean, this is because like, it's seventies to the nineties. Yeah. So we're talking like early television. So, like, there's TV. Mash was a show out there. Did you ever see anybody on Mash get a thesoscope on their penis? No. I mean, I don't want a victim know, blame. I don't yeah, want a victim blame. Really. But yeah, if someone, or maybe it's that shock. Like, what the. Yeah, I'm sure he you had know. some story about it. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'd like to listen to the blood flow in your yeah. genitalia to make yeah. sure that can everything's you, going can okay. Can you get it hard yeah. so I could oh, see my if the God. blood flow was going directly to? Or, oh, this yeah. is all part of a regular procedure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then it said, many told investigators that they thought his behavior was an open secret. And that they believe their coaches, trainers, and other team doctors 
knew what was going on. The students described the examinations as being hazed or mm. going through a rite of passage. So mm-hmm. right of passage. So again, they assaulted. talked about it and yes. they talked about it openly with each other where probably people overheard them, yeah. but nobody said, said what? excuse what? me, what? I'm sorry, Can what? Can you repeat that? Can what did he do? He put a stethoscope where? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Athletes joked about Strauss's behavior, referring to him with nicknames like Dr. Jellypaws. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jellypaws? Yeah. The report concluded that scores of Ohio State personnel knew of the complaints and concerns about Strauss, conduct as or conduct as early as 1979, but failed for mm-hmm. years to investigate or take meaningful action. In the wake of the findings, some of Strauss's victims called on the university to take responsibility for its inaction and harm inflicted by by the doctor. Dreams were broken, relationships with loved ones were damaged, and the harm now carries over to our children. As many of us have become so overprotective that it strains the relationship with our kids. That is true. Of course. If OSU refuses to take responsibility, we will continue with civil litigation. Absolutely. I think they should anyway. Yeah. I don't think shit anyway. The dude is dead. I don't give dead. a shit what they do. Like, he ain't going to prison. He, don't, those he, universities he, need to be he held lived accountable. his life. Exactly. Uh, being able Go to after his estate. I don't yeah, care. Go, something. I don't, I don't think anything. Like, yeah. you... I'd like to know if he was married. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. Was this doctor married? And what's his wife? Sounds she like, like he oh. pulled a Sandusky. Yeah. Sandusky was married. You know? Yeah. You know? And Nassie was married. If you Nassie ain't... had kids. Yes. Sandusky was married. Yes. Had kids and grandchildren. Yep. So just because it looks one way don't mean it's what it was. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, it, well, and this is like just, I mean, in the in the Nasser case, in the Sandusky case, when you have people in positions of power mm-hmm. that have connections, they they look the other way. Um, like in, like in, in the sense of, uh, Nassir, mm-hmm. you have the universities wanting to win to wanting to have their athletes perform at a top level yeah. that they will turn a blind eye. Yeah. And meanwhile, people are being victimized systematically yeah. and not believed yeah. and then traumatized. Right. I mean, years of trauma. And, but listening to Nasser, and you know, I'm like, he didn't, he wasn't doing anything spectacular. He just spoke. He just spoke well, he like was, he was doing spectacular. He was keeping athletes on the the mat, I the gym, in the uh, by uh, what? apparatuses. Do, no, no, he was all that. He was making sure that they got back out there to compete. Right, but he wasn't doing anything. No, like, he's not spectacular, ma- like magical. No. Like I'm putting, he you know, massaging. Da, 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 he your was leg. putting band aids on gushing wounds so that the the university and the Olympic teams could to take advantage of those girls. And then when they couldn't compete anymore, boop, out the door you go. You're not good enough. Go, go. And just like uh, Sandusky and uh, Pitt, uh, yeah. you know, Penn State, uh, you, you're you out there performing at a high level. The university and the alumni likes it because your team's winning. Yeah. You're bringing, you're bringing money. Right. Bring, it's all good. Money, 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 money. Under Nasser's thing is like he... The way that he spoke and him giving up his time, mm-hmm. all you know, which made oh, classic people say, grooming. Yes, classic grooming. exactly. Which classic then made grooming. people say, hey, he's a great doctor. Right, exactly. Because he's available mm-hmm. to you and mm-hmm. he takes your concerns exactly. and he's a listener. Yep. And he's like mm-hmm. 100% for your health. Well, yeah, and that was the, the grooming part of it because yeah. a lot of those girls were... Um, 
so the the whatever the triple stars or whatever yeah. the, the the club gym yeah that um so that coach was notoriously known for being an asshole yeah and so Nasir would come in and play good cop right oh I'm so sorry he spoke to you like that right you're I'm a great athlete yes. I'm you a know listener. let me let me hear your problems like classic grooming. Yeah. Yeah, Behavior. and then get on the table. And let me examine. Exactly. You. Oh, you're yeah. tense. Oh, let me do this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but he did nothing. Nothing no, like he, he didn't like do this. any research that yeah. said, "Hey, this is you yeah, know." He I'm wasn't on the cutting edge of nothing. anything. He was just grooming Present. these ladies in a way to yes win their trust. Yes. And he their was parents just trust. somebody that was present. And probably much like and this the, guy. Yes. Well, and this guy, I mean, he's he was going after boys, which yeah. we know, you know, historically are less likely to report as well because of the embarrassment and shame of being a male that's abused, yeah. sexually abused, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot of underreporting in that population because of the, you know, homophobia bullshit and all that kind of stuff of, um, oh, I don't want to tell someone this guy diddled me. You know, what right. does that mean about me? I let a man do that to me. Right. You know, so right. this guy goes and does it for, what, 20 some years. And then now it's coming to light. And uh-huh. I think they should sue civilly. I don't they give should. a shit whether they, you know, like you, you suffered a mis- injustice and... Clearly, probably had to do something to get through it, you yeah. know, whether it was just some prayer or counseling or all of the above. Something. And maybe, like the article said, have made you more hyper vigilant around your children or your grandchildren. Like, but this now, these people were like, I have grandchildren, you know, so this yeah. hyper vigilance of like, oh, don't let this guy near or these people near, you know. Yeah. You suffered something. Yeah. At the hands of this creep. Of this creep. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Is there a picture of him? Uh, actually, there is. Let's see. Let's see what this okay. creep is well, looks like. Before I show you, give you describe what in your head in we, images. Well, my guess is a white dude. Yes. Um, my guess is very to no to probably thin lipped. <laughs> thin lipped white men. You know, I got I, I you know I got a bias oh, yeah. against thin exactly. lipped white men. I do. I do. It made me nervous. There he is. Yep. Exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> I mean, well, let's be clear. Not that a yeah. sex offender has and a look. Stereotype. Like I, I mean, you know, you know, we we know that they can look all different ways. Yes. But in my head, that That's, is that well, is what I see. And you know what? These are more of the professional pedophiles, right? You know. And, and although this guy, professional, I like calling him. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the in a field of a professional a profession. Field. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. like your doctor or your you right. know yeah. attorney or yeah. Somebody. He looks like a creepy handsy doctor that yeah. I would go to and be like, I'm not going back to that guy. Right. But he that he's like, out. oh, he's a great doctor though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. If you if you're going for strep throat and you never take a strep co- culture, mm-mm. no, you yeah. got to take a vagina swab. <laughs> Like, come on. We just make sure you don't have any strep in your vagina. Right. right. Dude. Where's the swab at? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I, I put it on my finger. Ugh, yeah. God, no, 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 disgusting. No. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, my uh, one of my leftover stories, my first leftover story is is truly a leftover from our previous episode in the sense, in the in the conceptual sense. Um, because we have all these people out there about, oh, protect the unborn fetus, boo, 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 like, Mm -hmm. but don't give a shit less after it's born, right? So, um, more U.S. 
more U.S. school-aged children die from guns than on-duty U.S. police or global military fatality study finds. So you want to talk about the unborn fetus, let's talk about the children that are dying every year from gun violence. Right. You don't care about them? You like that's a beating heart that gets stopped. Tweezers and nips and everything else. So gun deaths of school school age children in the United States have increased at an alarming rate with 38,942 fatalities among 5 to 18 year olds from 1999 to 2017. Mm. Um, A recent study from Florida Atlantic University's Schmidt College of Medicine. Um, Indeed, spikes in gun deaths over the past decade amount to epidemic. Mm. Um, It's sobering that in 2017, there were 144 police officers who died in the line of duty and about a thousand active duty military throughout the world who died. Whereas 2,462 school age children were killed by firearms in the same year. Hello? Do we not care about those beating hearts? Um, oh, a and death that, rate and is... But aren't these thin-lipped white Republican men? males <laughs> against any type of gun control? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. We can't regulate any guns. But, we can't do anything about this epidemic. let me put a lock and key on your vagina. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, death rate is six to nine times higher than any other developed nation. Oh my. Gun deaths include 6,464 children between the ages of five and 14 years old, an average of 340 deaths per year. Ugh. 32,478 deaths in children between 15 and 18 years old, an average of 2,050 deaths per year. Oh my goodness. Of the death, 86% involved boys. Um, black children accounted for 41% nope, of those killed. Okay, That's why you don't go. fucking care. That's why. That's exactly why you don't right fucking there. care. There you go. Um, you just gave the 41% yep. statistic. Boom. Because black children comprise 14% of the U.S. population, but 41% of those killed. Ugh. Over-representation. All over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and among blacks, the annual average percent change of 9.5% for firearm-related mortality among 5 to 14-year-olds from 2013 to 2017 exceeded the 7.8% for overall deaths among 15 to 24-year-olds during the early years of human immunodefici- immune deficiency virus epidemic. Oh, wow. So superseded that. Yeah. Um, racial inequalities have emerged. Obviously, black children between ages 5 and 14 began to experience statistically significant increase in gun deaths in 2013. Um, racial inequalities in firearm deaths between blacks and whites jumped significantly. Um, the study found that these listed causes of death among children 61% from assault, 32% from suicide. Wow. Hello, mental health wow. people. Wow. And then 5% accidentally and then 2% undetermined. So wow. um, assault being the, the, the first one, but suicide, 32%. Okay? That's a lot. Um, which we know statistically males... Uh, choose firearms as their form of yeah. suicide. That's why there's often higher rates because females often choose 
uh, less lethal means such as overdose or cutting where mm-hmm. it, more than likely you can be saved. Yeah. Um, so that's the disproportionality there. Um, in five to 14 percent or five to five to 14 year old age group accidents accounted for 12.8 percent of cases, 830 deaths, suicide, um, 26.9 percent, um, assaults, 54.8 percent. And undetermined. Uh, so that's the 5 to 14 age range. 15 to 18, um, accidental in 3.5% of the cases. Suicide in 32.9. And assault, 62.3%. Again, assault is is, is really the largest one. Um, again, they're calling... It's an epidemic. The epidemics continued through 2017. Um... So the study said that the epidemic poses a clinical, public health, and policy challenges. It singled out the 1996 Dickey Amendment as a major factor prohibiting analytic studies of the issue. In 1996, Congress removed $2.6 million, the amount of the Centers for Disease Control Prevention spent on gun research that year prior from the CDC's budget and passed a so-called Dickey Amendment named after the Republican represented Jay Dickey of Arkansas. Critics said the amendment ultimately led to the CDC halting gun violence research. So basically, you take the funding away from researching it, therefore you can't say it's a problem. Right. You know, if we can't research, it's how we know it's a problem. Right. Um, So... The the United States led the world in 2016 in the rate of firearm deaths in youth among countries with available data. The rate in the U.S. was 36.5 times higher than that in a dozen comparable high-income countries around the world. The rate of firearm deaths was five times as high compared to the sampling of the low-to-middle-income countries. Now, so, and, and we're not I'm even... I'm not saying I'm anti-gun. Yeah. I think that we should have the right to have firearms, right? Second Amendment, not asking to have to have repealed. What I'm saying is if you take the money away to research the problem, then we don't know how to deal with the problem. Right. It is an epidemic. It is under... Or or it's also, we don't have a problem. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, we don't have a problem. We don't have a problem. But you can't say that because if you can't research the problem, you don't know if you have a problem. Right. So allow the funding to go to research to find out what is the problem? How do we how do we deal with the problem? Yeah, but if we but if, if you're we only... allow the funding, then that means oh crap, we might have to do something about yeah, it. Yeah, because you're going to find out shit like this where yes. disproportionately overrepresentation of black kids are yes. the ones that are dying. Yeah. So again, Republicans and thin-lipped white men, you don't care about no the no lives. heartbeat. You're not caring Let's about the lives. Friends. You don't care about no. it. No. It's about your own stupid agenda. Yeah. Because here are lives being lost every Heart year. Beats that are loud and that have been beating for years. B- being lost every year. Yes. Higher than the rate of police officers killed in the line of duty or yes. people in active military. Yeah. And, and you you're do zero. Doing nothing. You do zip. You know, there was a, um, way back in the day when I was in my undergrad in the 90s, there's a book called Deadly Consequences. Mm-hmm. And this was, in, again, in the 90s where I can't remember who wrote it, and it was uh, assigned in one of my criminal justice class. But it was talking about this. Yeah. In the 90s, it yeah. was talking about the epidemic of gun violence yeah. and how we needed to treat it as a public health issue. Yeah. This was in the 90s, yeah. people. And we're still talking and about it. And we're in 2019, yeah. and we're still talking, talking about how it's a public yeah. health issue yeah. that needs to be addressed. Yeah. But we have... It's never going to be addressed with them thin-lipped, no. white, Republican males in exactly. there. Exactly. It has to be addressed when we 
vote them out, vote them out, and put people in there that exactly. really want to change. Exactly. Who want to speak yes. truth to power and do something about this right. and say, look, enough is enough. Right. We're not going to take your stupid guns away, people. No. You're going to keep your little fucking guns. Yeah. We're just going to say, how do we address this problem? Maybe one of the ways we have to address it is through some regulation of who gets to buy a gun. Yeah. And how, how, what types of guns you get to buy. Yeah. There's no need for anybody to be owning an AK-15. A- AR-15. That whatever. <laughs> Say AR fifteen. I don't, I don't even know. AK-15. I just, I just. You got say, like two. You got yeah. the AK forty seven mixed I, up with I the AR fifteen. <laughs> the ARK fifteen forty seven. Whatever. Nobody no. needs it. No, the the automatic assault rifles. Nobody there's needs no it. needs for them. No, they're, they're you know. No. Um, that is only if you are planning on killing people or yeah. starting a militia. You know. Yeah, and, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need it. No, um, the only people that seem to have those. Uh, you know, well, and we need to deal with the mental health aspect yeah. of it, right? When we're talking 30 some percent of them are death by suicides, right? Yeah. So just this week, we had a situation at Park Rose High School yeah. where a kid took a shotgun into the classroom. Fortunately, nobody, nobody was, hurt. was hurt. No shots were fired. Um, you know, he was taken into custody, 18 year old kid, kid of color. Um, I don't know the full story, but, um, I had heard on one of the early things was that this kid had been talking about wanting to commit suicide. Oh, okay. So there may, there's some mental health issues in a young kid of color, male of color, who thought that that was how he was going to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know for sure. We don't know if that was the motive to kill others or to kill himself in front of the school because of whatever reason. Right. You know, so... It's a public health issue. Very, very much so. All right. What you got for okay, your next leftover? So, oh, this one. A Texas girl, eight, who was snatched off the streets in front of her mother is found seven hours later in a in the hotel room of 51-year-old man who is not related to her. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, an eight-year-old girl snatched off the streets in front of her mother. That's why I'm bringing it. Oh. No. So this was a so full-on walking with your mom. And and that's where you're like, this is the safest. Yeah. When right? You think if you parent, got right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm with my parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I And me as a parent, I'm thinking, yeah, me and my kid. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to do yeah, nothing. Cause, exactly. you know. But some bold and brazen dude. Um, he's a 50-year-old suspect in her kidnapping. Police discovered her name was Salem, uh, Salem Sabatka in a hotel in Fort Worth, Texas at around 2 a.m. Sunday, less than eight miles from where she was abducted Mm. seven and a half hours earlier. Mm. Uh, Michael Webb, 51, has been arrested and booked on charge of aggravated kidnapping. The youngster had been out on a walk with her mother Mm. Saturday evening in Fort Worth's Ryan Place neighborhood when a man grabbed the girl and put her in his car. Heart-wrenching surveillance video mm. showed Salem's mother jumping in the vehicle mm. and desperately trying to save her daughter before the kidnapper shoved her out oh my and God. drove off. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Um, an Amber Alert was issued for Salem, who is 4.5 or 4 feet, 4.5, 4. <laughs> four and a half feet. Um, shortly after her abduction, describing the suspect as a light skinned black male of skinny build 
and the car as a dark gray four-door sedan with alloy wheels. The alert included a photo of Salem wearing the same shirt she had on when she was taken. Two citizens reported seeing a car that matched the Amber Alert description in the parking lot of a Wood Spring Suites hotel in Forest Hill mm. and contacted authorities. Holy cow. Yep. So the police went out there. They breached the door. And they found that the little girl, Salem, was in good condition, but was taken to a local hospital to be checked out. Great kid. Yeah. So we're hoping that, you know, Salem... How old was she again? Eight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Eight. Well, the I mean, I think, the, I think the one, one, I don't know, positive, I guess, positive thing is being eight, she probably definitely was able to articulate what happened, right? Yes. Like, yes. this is what we got. Yeah. You know, he brought me here. This is what he said. This is what he said he was going to do. Right. You know, like, at that age, she's probably at least able to yeah. get some good information of what went down. Yeah. But what in the whole Brazen. Hell. The brazenness of this 51-year-old what? dude. What was he... I mean, obviously, I, he was thinking he was going to get away with it. Uh, how? And, and thank goodness she's alive. Like, yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing where you figure, like, you're going to be so brazen to just snatch like that. Right. Like, and then that's, like, four miles away. Death, you know, like... like what were, were you? Th- I mean, oh really? What are you thinking? God. You think you snatch a kid and then you could just go to the hotel four mm-hmm. miles away and right? Like kind of hide and in the middle of the day, like yeah. I mean, I I don't get it. Uh, I, that's... I don't know how you thought you were going to get away with it. Clearly, he got he's got to have some sort of mental health issue that makes him think that. And I'm hoping you know, that nothing like you know. He, I'm sure he... Uh, maybe a false police report. I'm hoping nothing. I'm hoping this is oh, like, oh, mama like, not involved like in nothing. Up. Oh, God, I don't let's know. hope it doesn't happen. I'm in hoping. That. I'm, I'm hoping. just hoping that the little I'm hoping girl, it was just a kidnapping. Yes. Well, <laughs> just a kidnapping. Isn't it sad, though, that we now in our have fucking to, heads, yes, have we to have to, go to be bed. like... Oh, well, God, I hope this wasn't some weird setup thing. I, I know. I like, hope Mama didn't sell you know, the kid like, for drugs. Right? Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, oh that's sad. God. That is sad. Whew, but, me. you know, parents, keep your kids close. Well, and you even that. Carry a stun like, gun. Something. Holy moly. No. God. My, either that or carry a concealed Mace? weapon. And then, I don't oh, know. But as, as people of color, we got to be, care- yeah. be careful. Yeah. be careful there. You're going to be killed. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, All right, my last uh, leftover story um, comes from Jason, um, our loyal listener, loyal listener and loyal provider of stories. I thought I just found this interesting because I never even thought about this, but then when I read it, I was like, "Yeah, people would probably do this." So uh, let me see. Let me um, see. In the event of an emergency, leave your luggage on the plane. Really. I think passengers who insist on retrieving carry-on bags in the times of crisis have become a major concern for flight attendants tasked with evacuating planes as quick as possible. There were people, I heard the one uh, accident that happened, Mm -hmm. one of the survivors was saying that people grabbing their luggage Mm -hmm. added to additional fatalities because they were grabbing purses, Mm -hmm. luggages, and keeping the ain't nothing important no. No. than uh, your life or the pa- other passenger's life. Right. 
So, when Aeroflight jet came to a fiery emergency landing in Moscow over the weekend, videos of the accident were posted across social media revealing that in the midst of chaos, some travelers apparently used precious moments to grab their carry-on bags. A radio station, Commerçant FM, reported that some passengers slowed evacuation of the plane by trying to retrieve luggage while people behind them tried to exit the plane. The news agency Interfax reported that as some passengers reached for their bags, others were stuck in the aisle of the Russian-built plane. At least 40 people died. See? Air passengers um, who insist on getting their belongings out of the overhead bins in times of crisis have become a major concern. Um, we have seen this this issue of passengers trying to get their bags in an emergency over and over again recent in, in recent accidents, added Sarah Nelson, president of the Association of Flight Attendants, CWA Union. This is has been identified as a safety risk by National Transportation Safety Ugh. Board and confirmed by the Federal Aviation Administration. Although plane crashes are rare, many travelers fear flying. Part of the fear stems from anxiety that something did go wrong. If something did go wrong on the plane, passengers would be unable to do anything to help themselves. But that's not quite true. There are steps besides leaving their carry-on behind passengers can take to improve their odds both before boarding the plane and after taking their seats. Here are some tips. Wear practical clothing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No heels. You know, I hear a lot of people bitching about the way people dress on planes now, mm-hmm. right? Because way back in the day, plane fly, plane flying, flying was a luxury. Yeah. So typically only well-off people could afford it. So mm-hmm. they dress nice, blah, 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 right? So now I hear a lot of people bitching about people wearing sweats. Like, this is why. Yeah. You want to be able to I move? I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, it says and that... what do you care what exactly. I wear? It is. What do you Are you going to pay for my ticket? Right. Bitch, when you pay for my ticket, then <laughs> you can you tell go. me what to wear on there the plane. There you go, yeah. Um, when dressing for travels, avoid materials that are very flammable, like nylon and polyester. Try to wear long sleeves, long pants to protect your skin from potential burns. Um... Este, <laughs> you should keep your identification, identification cards in your pocket. Yep. Um, if you take, if you can take a direct flight, um, try to sit for toward the back of the plane in an aisle seat. I didn't know that that was the safest area of the plane, but okay. Back of the the plane. Um, the federal administration says there's no best seat on the plane, but many people believe that sitting in the rear of the plane is an in an aisle seat is the safest place to be. Um. In an anal- 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 analysis of flights, found that seats in the back third of the plane had 32% fatality rate that compared to 38% in the front third and 39% in the middle. I mean, it's there true. Like, no... Aaron, when you see a plane crash, you always see the back of the plane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there ain't no plane. But really, I mean, that's there. only a, yeah. a difference Percentage. of, like, you know, and it, and, 6% and that's difference. Not, you know, what happens if, you know, right. you're... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just other be lucky tip, that you got out exactly. Of Pay attention to where the exits are. Yeah, obviously. Um, take note of where you're sitting and pay attention to what's happening around you. Know where the exits are and who the flight attendants are that can help you. Uh, listen to the safety briefing. Oh, yeah, nobody listens to no, that. I don't listen no. to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, people who pay attention to the safety brief- briefing have awareness around them. Um, someone said, I can't say that I listened to the safety briefing with all my attention, but said it's worth doing it because it has a lot of important reminders. Yeah. Know how to buckle and adjust your, 
adjust and unbuckle your seatbelt. Keep your electronic devices to a minimum. Um, and let's say one more time. If you have to evacuate, leave your, your things luggage. behind. Get the hell out of there. Just get out as quickly as you can. There's they not will, much. There's insurance. Exactly. They'll pay for your exactly. laptop, whatever. Yep. Thank God we got Google Cloud. Exactly. All yeah. your important documents You'll be are fine. saved in the cloud. Um, there's not much in your carry-on luggage worth dying for. No. And if you wouldn't want to be the reason for someone else to get injured. No. I, you know, and my thing is mm-hmm. like... I will stomp all over you. Oh, I'm trying climbing. To get, I'll, I'll climb over the damn seat. Get the hell out oh. of my way. You want your boom, stuff? Boom, get in boom. the Get exactly. in that seat aisle and leave this aisle free. I'm bringing out all my football uh-uh. tools. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm blocking. I'm <laughs> shoving. I'm hell driving no. people. Get yeah. off. Yeah. And don't be clogging up like a toilet. Exactly. Get, get, get off. Get, get off. Yep. Get off. Or you will be plunged. Yeah. So, um, good reminder. Don't worry about your shit. No. Just get your get ass out the off. plane. Get off. Whew. Yeah, because so. I was, like, shocked when I heard um, people were saying, hey, yeah, I mean, I guess it was a fire or something and mm-hmm. people grabbing their... Le- I'm like, get off. Get There's off. people Go. behind you. Go. Move Go. it along. Get the hell off. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, you don't got to tell me twice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we out that plane. I'm somebody. out that bitch. <laughs> yes. I will punch somebody to get out of there. I will punch you out. Uh, so that yeah. is the end of our Leftovers episode. Thank you for listening Thanks, as always. As always. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Tell an enemy. I don't care. Tell anybody <laughs> about us. Yeah. You know, we'll get, yeah. Let, them give, let them give us a chance. Oh, Listen, yeah. if they don't like us, they can unsubscribe. They can delete, subscribe, whatever. Um, and we'll um, talk to you next time on yep. uh, our next episode. Um, what are you bringing to the table? All right. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?